we're in week two of this series called Fear. And, you know, last week we looked at the fear of rejection and how so many of us are, are just afraid to, to do anything because of how somebody may accept us or not accept us. And so if you didn't catch that, that message, you look on the website, it's there on our, on our podcast. But um, today we're going to go into week, or to week two, our second part of this, and just kind of dig down into uh, one of the fears that I think we, we all really, at some point, we, we're just all going to deal with, and that's the fear of failure. And, and so today, as we dig into it, we need to understand this first from our, our kind of our theme verse. It's, it's uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God did not give, uh, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of, of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so we need to understand that fear is not something that God sends our way. The one who created us, who made us and has a purpose for us, didn't design us to fear. He didn't design and put fear in us. He gives us power and, and, and love and, and this, this sound mind to be able to trust him and know who he is. And so we, we get off track with that. And so uh, in this series, we're trying to deal with these fears that, that each of us find ourselves uh, just really wrestling with and, and really keeping us from being all that God wants us to be. And that's what this is, is about, is about being able to move to the next level that God has for us. And so, uh, so um, if you want to track along, you can either go to YouVersion to the events page there and track along with us in that, or on the back of your program, there's some notes there that, that you, can, you can keep up with and track along as well. But, but we're going to dig down into this this topic of the fear of failure and, and really look at it. Um, I don't think it's a, it's a mistake that anybody's here today. I don't think that people just show up by coincidence. I don't think that it's, it's ever that way. I, I think that we're all here because this is something that, that we need to hear. And so maybe you're here for the first time and you're like, what in the world? You know, what's going on here? Well, I, I believe you're here today to to hear what God has to say about it. So let's, let's just dig in together. Let's just focus in and let's, let's spend some time just hanging out on this. So, so failure is something that, that we, we need to understand some things about because um, here, here's the real truth um, that everybody fears failure. Everybody does. At some, some level, some way, somehow, we all fear it. It's one of those things where we're called to, to take a next step. We're, we're asked, you know, God has something for us. He wants us to go forward, and we're afraid to do it because we, it may not work. We may fail at it. A lot of people are afraid to, to go into marriage because what if it fails? A lot of people want to take a new job because what if I fail? What if I don't succeed? And, and so a lot of, and one of the biggest things is at church and in ministry, Man, I'm afraid to do that because what if I fail? Now the whole church is watching and everybody's going to see. I didn't, it didn't happen. But the reality is, is if we're all where we're all supposed to be, nobody's worried about who's failing and who's not. We're all encouraging each other and wanting to see each other succeed. And so today, we, we, as we look at this, we need to understand that we all fear this. We're all afraid to take those, those next steps. Jesus tried to help us really understand this whole thing of, of failure because it, it really can be very paralyzing when we fear just falling short and making, you know, not, not having the success that we, that we want. Jesus told a parable uh, about a master who, who was going out of town he, and he calls in three, uh, three uh, people into uh, his house. He begins to tell them, he says, here, I'm going to give you something. I'm going away. I'm going to give you something to hold on to for me. 
And, and so he get, doles out some talents. He gives out five talents to one, two to another, and one to, to the third guy. Now, that's, he just gave him some gold. He said, here, you know, hang on to it for me. So in this story, we understand, though, that there are two of the guys who have overcome their fear of failure. They're not afraid to take a risk and to step out because they take their, their talents and they invest them, they do whatever, and they double them. So the guy with five ends up with ten, the guy with two ends up with four, but then there's this third guy who only got one. He had the least amount to risk, but because he was paralyzed by this thing of fear, we, we find out that he, he really didn't do what the other guys did. Listen to Matthew 25, verses 24 and 25, and then down to 28. It says this, Then the man who had received the one talent... He came and he said, Master, um, I knew that you were a hard man. So I was what? Afraid. What's another for, word for being afraid? You fear, right? He was afraid. He feared this guy. And so he went out and he hid the talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has the ten talents. He said, listen, you're, you weren't even willing to, to take a risk and, and help me out to do anything with it. You were so afraid. You know what? Here's, here's your reward for your fear. I'm going to take what you had, and I'm going to give it to the guy who, who was willing to really risk something for me. And so this, this guy was, was paralyzed by the fear of just taking a step, of being able to, to do something. He becomes so guarded that he wouldn't, wouldn't go and, and, and move on. But listen, God doesn't give us that, that kind of spirit. He doesn't... He doesn't want us to fear. He doesn't want us to be afraid to take a step. He wants us to be able to follow him and, and do the things that he asked. Sometimes we find ourselves so afraid to do anything, and we don't even know why. There's a story I love to hear. It's, a, it's about a man who had monkeys. And so this guy had a, a whole bunch of monkeys. He kept them there on his, his, in, in his little, um, little farm or whatever. And, and so he decided one day to do a, do a test with the monkeys. So he put four monkeys in a enclosure. He put a, a pole uh, in the middle with bananas at, at the top of it. And so what do are, what are monkeys love? Bananas, bananas right? That's, you know, so they're going to go after bananas, right? So, so he puts them up there, and, and so one of the monkeys sees the bananas, takes off, goes up the pole. Just as he's about to get to the bananas, he hits him with a hard stream of water and knocks him plumb off the pole. The second one notices the bananas at the top. He begins to go up, and so the, the guy hits him with a stream of water and knocks him off. And guess what the other two did? Nothing. Because they just saw their two, their two buddies get blown away by the water. So they become afraid to go up the pole to get the bananas. So he begins to take his experiment a little bit further. He pulls one of the monkeys out, puts another one in there. Monkey sees the bananas, what's he do? He goes up the pole. But as he's about to go up the pole, the other three, or the other two come and grab him and tackle him and pull him back down. The, the, the other one now that is trying to figure this out, that's new in there, he takes off up, the other two grab him and pull him back down. So now none of the monkeys go after the bananas. He, and so one by one he pulls monkeys out, puts a new one in that doesn't know anything about, and, and so every time... That one starts to go, they pull him back down until eventually it gets to the place where none of the monkeys will go after 
the, the bananas. But guess what they don't even know? They don't know why they won't go after them. They just know that if they go, the others are going to stop them, and they're never going to get to the top. They don't know anything about the water. They don't know why, how this whole thing started. They just know that they're to be afraid to go after the bananas, and so they should not even try. Who does that sound like? It sounds like a lot of us, doesn't it? We're afraid to do a lot of things, and we don't even know why, because we've never tried. We just know that somebody else is telling us it won't work. Listen, when you begin to, to take some risks, and you begin to, to, to not you know, to step out and not be afraid to fail, and you, you begin to do that, listen, people are going, they're going to be around you, and they're going to be really encouraging to you. They're going to say, don't try that. It's never going to work. You're going to fail. It'll never happen. You, you can't do that. You know, most of the time we just say because we've never done it that way, right? That's a, the popular one in church. We can't do that because we've just never done it that way. But, but half the time we won't do stuff, and we don't even know why we won't do it. We just know that because nobody else has tried, we probably shouldn't try too because we may fail. And the reality is, is we need to be able to overcome this fear of failure because it's, it's something that we're all going to experience. I, I remember back in the, in the High Rock Church days when I first got called into the ministry and, and I was going to be the I was first campus pastor for High Rock. We were going to do uh, a satellite campus. We're going to try this thing. We didn't know what in the world we were going to do and how it was going to work. We just knew we were going to do it. But we were going to show a video of the sermons and me, as the campus pastor, all I had to do, I had it easy. I decided to get up, welcome everybody, let the video play, get up, tell everybody goodbye, and, and then just do a little ministry here or there. I was good, right? God's called me into ministry. I'm in ministry. I don't, even have to, I don't even have to preach. I can be a preacher that doesn't preach. That's pretty good stuff, right? So, so I'm, I got this real confidence about me. But guess what? Every week, that DVD would, would stop. Every week, that DVD would skip. Some weeks, it would look like a Chinese karate movie because the sound and the, and the voice would be off. And so, you know, the, the mouth's doing one thing and the sound's doing another, you know, kind of thing. It was just always something. And so every week, it kept messing up, and they kept saying, Ron, listen, this isn't working. You're going to have to preach. And I'd say, no, 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 it's going to work this week. I know it's going to work this week. I'm going to make sure it works this week. I'm gonna, I'll do it. I'll make sure it works. And every week, Bobby... Every week, it would not work, right? I'm telling the truth. Every week, it'd be something. Until finally, it got to a point where it's like, Ron, you got to preach. And I was so, and the reason I wouldn't do it, wasn't because I couldn't talk. Wasn't because I couldn't, I didn't know anything. I was so afraid to fail. Because what if I got up there and spoke and nobody came? What if I got up there and preached and nobody, nobody listened? What if nobody ever came back? What if, what if nobody you know, could made a, made a difference in their life. What? And so I was so afraid to allow it to happen. It was a fear of failure. And so once I was able to overcome that fear and just get up there and, and do it, God began to just work. And, you know, most people still don't listen and they still don't come back, but that's okay. You know, no. that was funny, y'all. I mean, come on. See, y'all weren't even listening. I told you. The reality is, though, that we've got to be willing to step out and do some things that, that are beyond what we think we're capable of doing. If we don't ever do that, we'll never get anywhere. 
all of us in here have risked and we've tried things that we didn't think we could do. I'm sure you have a job that maybe you thought you couldn't do. I'm, I'm sure that you're in a relationship that you thought maybe it wouldn't work out. I'm sure that there's just different people in here going through different things that, that you've got to a place where you've overcome something to get where you are. We just we don't give ourselves enough credit until we allow this spirit of fear to overwhelm us, to keep us from doing the things that God wants us to do. Listen, the church has become paralyzed by fear. We're so afraid that somebody's not going to like us if, if we talk about Christ. If we talk about having a relationship with Jesus, that people just, they're going to blow us off. But you know what? They may. But the reality is, is that if you never try, you're, you're going you're gonna to bat a thousand on losing, for sure. Because you, you're never going to get anywhere if you never risk it. What is it for you that you know you need to risk? What is that thing that you've been, that's been out there that you know that you want to do? Is it a business you want to start? Is it a ministry you want to start? Is it, is it a place that you want to serve? Is it a, is a, is it a person that you, that you need to ask out? Hopefully, if you're married, that's not the case. But the reality is, is, is what is it that you need to do to be able to go where it is that God wants you to, to, to go and, and to be able to do what he wants you to do? We get so afraid of, of all kinds of things. So this fear of failure, man, everybody... Every one of us fears failure. And that, do, that doesn't come from God. That's not what we're called to be. It's not what we, he's asked us to be. It's not the spirit that he's given us. So if that's not it, so if we all fear it, but we're, we, we shouldn't, and we know it's not from God, then how do we overcome it? We can't just magically snap our fingers and say, okay, we're good. No, there's, there's some things that we need to do. And here's, here's the first one if you want to write it down. You ready? Hold on. You need to understand this. You will fail. Can we, just, can we just get that out of the way? That we're all going to fail. We're all going to attempt something that's not going to go the way that we thought it would. We're all going to try something that's not going to work. If, unless you just never try anything, you're going to fail. You're going to have to step out and be willing to, to, to understand that and embrace it and just, just take it because it's who we are. James 3, 2 says, we all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. Last time I checked, there's not a perfect one in the room. Nobody in here is perfect. The last time I checked, there's only one perfect person, and he died on a cross 2,000 years ago because we aren't perfect. And so the reality is, is that, that none of us are able to do that. We're all going to fall. We're going to stumble. If you, unless you just never try, you're, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to succeed at some point. And so what's going to happen is Satan is going to begin to, you know, when we fail, he's going to begin that little thing in the back of our head. You know, you loser. You stink. You're no good. You, you can't do anything right. You know, many of us... You know, I get those phone calls sometimes where it's not, it's, it, those words are coming out of somebody's mouth. I'm like, man, you need to understand that's not who you are. See, it's a difference in, in, in losing and being a loser. It's a difference in being of, of failing and being a failure. We're all going to fail 
We're all going to make a mistake, but, if, but you need to understand some things about it. Allow yourself to feel the disappointment, but not disapproval. Listen, if you step out and do what God wants you to do, and it's not what you thought it was going to be, and it doesn't turn out exactly the way you thought, listen, you should be disappointed. You should. You should understand that, man, it didn't go the way I wanted it to, but you should not feel disapproved of. You should know that God still loves you, that he's not quit on you, he's not left you, but don't be disapproved of by him if you're following him, if you're doing what, you, what he asks you to do. Be disappointed, but don't be disapproved of. The second is this. Failure is an event, never a person. Failure is an event, never a person. Listen, there's a lot of people who have claimed and, and have just put on this, this code of failure and let that become who they are. And you need to understand that's not true. You're not a failure. You're not that. You may have not been successful. You may have tried and not got to where you thought you should be. But listen, failure is an event, not a person. You're only going to become a failure if you just stop trying. Don't quit. Whatever it is, if God's calling you to it, go after it. Don't quit. Just, just hang in there. I think about Peter. Man, what if Peter had just quit after he denied Christ three times? What if he just said, you know what, I'm done, I, forget it. Even Jesus, he sees Jesus come back, and he sees him, and he's like, man, I'm, I'm, I just quit. I'm not, I'm not going to try again. Man, God, Jesus took him and established him and put, built a church around him and let, it, let him be the one who, who could just do and, and God just allow him to see so many lives changed because he didn't quit when he messed up. He restored him and he brought him back and allowed him to have success, not by his own measure, but by, by God's measure. Peter denied him three times, failed big time, but Jesus gave him those opportunities to, to, to redeem him and to be set back where he wanted him to be. Just because you fail doesn't mean you're a failure. You're going to fall. But you've got to look at it this way. If you, if, as you, as you, you fail, I love John Maxwell has a book about, called Failing Forward. And it's about seeing your failures and allowing them not to, not to pull you down but to push you forward. And we need to be able to, to see failure as something that helps us, not hurts us. Romans 5 verse 3 says, We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they are what? Good for us. They help us to endure. Man, who ever thought that? We've become so convinced that failure is so bad for us. We've become so convinced that if we, if we don't succeed, if we don't meet up to the standard that we're supposed to be, that, we're, that, that that's bad for us. But the reality is, is the more times that we try, the more times that we, that we fail, those are more opportunities to get back up. If you get knocked down, get back up. If you get knocked down again, get back up. If you get knocked down, get back up again. Remember, anybody in here 40 and above? Yeah, for, at least for you guys, you remember. Remember what this thing about uh, get down, they get knocked down, but they get back up? Weeble wobbles, right? Man, we need to be a bunch of Jesus weeble wobbles. 
We need to get down and get knocked back and just bounce back up. You know, I, we need to make sure that, we, that we're able to, to be all that, that, that God wants us to be. And he expects us to not get knocked down and just lay there, but to bounce back up. You'll never, you won't remember anything else I say but to be a Jesus weeble wobble. But that's okay. Just be it. Do it. We need to redefine success and we need to redefine failure. Because, listen, success is getting knocked down and getting back up. Not letting it hold you down. Failure is just getting knocked down and just staying there. We need to be able to get up and allow it to, to change us. Each time you attempt something, listen, every time you get knocked down, if you'll just get back up and learn something. Get knocked down and just get up. How many times have you, have you tried something over and over and over again and every, every time it, you got a little bit better at it? That's what we got to be willing to do. Keep trying to, to move forward. Here's a truth that we need to, to focus in on. It doesn't matter what happens to you, but it matters what happens in you. A lot of stuff can happen to you. It's what happens in you that makes the difference. You may fail, and you may not be as successful as you thought, but it's what happens inside of you because of that. If you quit, and you just quit, and you just keep quitting, listen, that... You're never going to grow from that. But if you, if you try and you fail and you get back up and you try again and you try a little harder and you, you just keep making sure that you're, you're moving forward with it, listen, God will do amazing things in it. It's not what happens. It doesn't matter what happens to you, but it matters what happens in you that makes the biggest difference. Galatians 6, 9 says, Let's not become weary in doing good, for at, at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not what? Give up. Don't give up. Don't quit. Stay persistent. So thought number one is you will fail. You will overcome. And point three is this, that you must take faith risks. You must take faith risks. Without faith, without stepping out, man, listen, you're missing the whole point. Without faith, you, you can't please God without faith. Hebrews um, 11.6 says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Do you know what the word impossible is in the Greek? You know what it means? It means impossible, right? If you want to translate it back and forth or whatever, forwards and backwards, whatever, if you, if you look up that, it's impossible. It, it doesn't change. It's impossible to please Him without faith. And so here we need to understand that you cannot play it safe and please God. You just can't play it safe. Can I just be honest with you? Not that I haven't been for the last 20 minutes, but the reality is, is that in the church today, we've, we've begun to play it safe. We've allowed this to be what's safe, and anything outside of, of this hour is, is a risk that we've not been willing to take. We've allowed church to become what we do for an hour a, a week. And then outside of that, we, we've just kind of shut everything down. We've become afraid to take these risks of telling people about our, our relationship with Jesus. We've become afraid to tell people that we, that we, that we even go to church. We've become afraid to, to go serve people in the name of, 
of, of Jesus and in the name of the church. We, we become afraid to do that. And so, so the church becomes this, just this place that we gather rather than this group of people that, we, that go out and, and live among everybody else. See, the church isn't ever, wasn't designed to be just a place we met. It was designed to be a group of people who had, had a desire to follow Christ. And so today I want to challenge you to, to be willing to take a faith risk. Be willing this week to step out and, and not just, you know, know you're, that you may fail when you do it. Because we all fail, right? But we, but we know that if we fail, we can overcome. And then just be willing to risk the fact that if you just go tell somebody about your relationship with Christ, that they may, they may just come to a place of understanding it for themselves and accept it and be changed for all eternity. You got to be willing to take a risk. You got to be willing to step out. When it comes to, to our relationship with Christ, listen, it's, it's a risk that, that's real, well worth the reward. It's well worth being, being where you're supposed to be and in a relationship with him. We become so comfortable that we are afraid to take risks. For some of us here today, it's, it's a faith risk. For some of us, it's a relationship risk. For some of us, it's a, it's a, it's a, a business risk. For some of us, it's, a, it's a, a parenting risk. For some of us, it's just uh, being able to, you know, an employment job risk. It's just a, we're, we've become paralyzed by being afraid to fail. But we need to be able to understand that God's called us to be risk takers. Man, I think about the early church and the risks that they, were, that they took to, to be what they were to be and to be able to take the gospel to other places. And today we, we, we have those same risks that there are people who need to hear the gospel. There are people who need to hear it in Albemarle. There are people who need to hear it in Locust and Troy and Concord and wherever else you may go. But there are people that need to hear it outside of that. Some of us are called to go outside of, of the country, outside of our state, and be willing to go to a place where we can understand who, who he is and to be able to take that message and just share it with people that we, that we love and, that, and, and with people that we don't know. But we love them enough because God loves them. And so today, the, what is the risk that you need to take? See, this fear of failure holds us down, and our greatest fear oftentimes is failure. But you know what? That greatest fear of failure often leads to the greatest pain. And our greatest pain is, is regret. And so think about that. What are the things that God's asked you to do that you haven't done? What are those things that you know you were supposed to do but you didn't do? And the regret that you feel from it. Man, there's a lot of regrets that, that I've had to deal with. Times where I should have done what God told me to do and I didn't do it. And it's, it's painful when you realize that maybe there was somebody you were supposed to go see and talk to, yet you, you didn't take the time to do it and, and something happened and, and now you'll never get another chance to, to talk to them. I mean, those are some realities that we have to deal with. Our greatest failure and our greatest fear often leads to that greatest pain. In Acts chapter 5, there was, a, there was an interesting story um, about, about Peter and, and the early believers following him, and they were, they were preaching. And as they would preach, then the, 
the Sanhedrin and the, the Pharisees, the, the religious leaders of the, the time would get, they would get so bent out of shape and so upset with them. And so they would, they would have Peter brought in, they would flog him, and then they'd throw him into, into jail. He'd get out, he'd preach again, and then they would they'd beat him again, throw him in jail again. He'd come out, he'd preach, they'd beat him, they'd throw him back in jail. And finally they said, what are we going to do with this guy? What are we going to do with all these, these guys around him? What are we going to do with it? And here's what one Pharisee steps out, and he has this great piece of advice. Listen to what he says. He says, therefore, in the present case, I advise you, leave these men alone. Let them go. For if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But if it is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourself fighting against God. Listen, there are things that God has called us to do, and if we don't go do it, we're going to find ourselves fighting against him. If, we don't, if we're not willing to follow him and step out and go do the things that he asks us to do, we're going to find ourselves struggling. I wonder sometimes maybe that's, that's kind of part of, of, of where we are as a church. Have we not followed him the way we needed to? Have we not done some things that we needed to do? Have, have some people not stepped into some roles that they needed to step in? Have people not followed him and been willing to do whatever it was that he wanted them to do and it's held us back being all that God wants us to be as a church. Man, we're still a baby church. We're still growing and we're still trying to, you know, get our feet under us and, and really step out and, and be the church that he wants us to be. And what is it that, that, could have, could, that we could have done different that would have allowed us to be all that he wanted us to be to this point? Have we missed something? I think about that quite often because I don't want to be there. I don't want to be the one, you know, holding us back. I don't want to be the one that's not allowing us to be where we're supposed to be. And so, so for us as a church, what is it that you may be called to do that, he's not, that you've not stepped up because you've been afraid to fail? Is there a ministry that he's asked you to do that's part of the church that, that we haven't done because you're afraid to fail and so you haven't brought it to us so that we could do it as a church? What is it that, that we could do different that can allow us to be more of, of the church the Big C Church in Stanley County, what is it that we could do differently? What is it that you could do differently to be where exactly where God wants you to be? Are you afraid to fail? Are you afraid to step out? It's a question that we all have to ask ourselves. What faith risk is God calling us, asking us to do for Him? And we're not doing because we're afraid to fail. Today I'm going to invite you to to really focus in on that today and, and this week. What's, what, what is God asking you to do that you're afraid to risk for? What is it that he wants you to, to step out with and follow him? That's going to be our next step this week, that we're willing to take a step and follow him to see what it is, what faith risk that he's wanting us and asking us to follow. Let's pray together. God, thank you so much for an opportunity to just deal with, with this, this fear that, that we find ourselves struggling with so often. Being afraid to fail, God, but we know, God, the truth of your word is that you've not given us that, that spirit. You've not, you're not the one that's given us the, this, this fear inside of us. But God, you've, your word promises that we've been given power. 
that we've been given a sound mind to, to be able to know what it is that you want us to do, the power to, to, to do it with. So God, in, in this room this morning are, are people at so many different stages of life. Each, each of us have been called and, and are placed at a different uh, place in our lives. But God, you're, you want us to all be engaged. You, we, are to, we are to be the church and each one of us functions as a part. So God, what is it in each one of us that we've been afraid to do because we, we thought we could fail? God, bring that to the surface today so that we can, we can deal with it. So we can overcome it knowing that you are the one who will strengthen us. You're the one who won't give up on us. You're the one that'll, that'll drive us through it. So God, make us the church that you want us to be. Make us the people that you want us to be. As we follow you and as we allow you to, to be the power and you to be the one who gives us the, the sound mind and, and the one who overcomes our fears. God, we love you today and we thank you that we have you on our side. That we have you to push us through, you to strengthen us as we go through each thing that we go through. God, help us to step out today in Jesus' name.